for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. How's it going today, Shelby? I'm good. How are y'all? I'm doing good. Just enjoying this nice Texas weather we're having right now. It's 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 just... been really nice. It's been a little bit humid for my liking yeah. and my hair's liking, but other than that, it's been really nice. Yeah. I luckily what because I lived in Florida for a few years. My dad gave me his old um uh dehumidifier and that's just been with me ever since so anytime it gets a little bit like this it's like all right i'm gonna just turn that dehumidifier on and yeah yeah i need but, one of those dude because like my hair just yeah or it like yeah. falls like either way it's just it's it doesn't want to work with me with yeah. this weather but i, completely I like the sunshine and i will prefer the sunshine over the rain any day so that is true <laughs> that is very true um but glad to have you on glad to have a Texan on because this was very much a when I first had the idea for the hoedown showdown it was to try and get more Texas music into the circuit you know and uh I just whenever I get the opportunity to have a Texas artist on it's always great so I'm excited to be here thank you for having me yeah for sure um so for anybody that's kind of getting to meet you for the first time you were uh you're from the Fort Worth area in Millsap there. Uh, what, what, what's kind of the, uh, what was your introduction to music? Um, my introduction to music, my dad played guitar. Um, he started learning very late in life. So like I would go to lessons with him. Okay. And then uh, I grew up in like a really small Baptist church. Um, mm -hmm. So with that, a lot of musicians, um, we all did our own music. We sang out of hymn books. Um, so I actually learned to play guitar from our pastor. And mm -hmm. then me and like the pastor's daughters, we had like a little band and we'd like do some hillbilly music yeah. <laughs> together. <laughs> For sure. Oh, and so that was once you moved from Millsap a little bit further south to Dublin, correct? Or was that yeah. all kind of while you were so still in Millsap? I grew up in that church in Dublin, even mm -hmm. when we lived in Millsap. Like we would drive the 45 minutes to go to that church. That's mm -hmm. um, like where my grandparents went to church, my great grandparents. Like it's been a long line of um, backsliding Baptists. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. Uh, it's an awesome church and so we grew up there and then we wanted to move closer because my whole family lives there um, mm -hmm. all my cousins live there so uh, we wanted to be closer to that area and my mom and dad built a house there and um yeah i was homeschooled nice. so <laughs> yeah for sure i uh i i was telling you off air that i drive through dublin quite frequently and it's all I always like driving through those uh, uh, small towns because it's it's just like whenever I get the chance to stop to go get like gas or whatever it is and just kind of get to chat with the locals a little bit. It's always an interesting oh my four gosh. or five minutes. Interesting conversation. I, every time I go there and like I'm like, 
I'm gonna stop and get gas. I'm like, I'm probably gonna see one of my cousins or like <laughs> like someone I grew yeah. up with. And so I'm like, this this could be really interesting. Or I could slide like under the radar and do like the whole Irish goodbye thing yeah. and just anything. It you never know what you're gonna get. But yeah. it, it's one of those places where if you blink, you're gonna miss it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've gotten, or I drive past, because I go through and I drive past the high school all the time with the big, was it, is it got a big shamrock in front of the lake there or the pond or whatever it is in front the of the shamrock school? shamrock and then the yeah. lion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was like, I drive through and I see this big high school and I'm like, that's got to be more than just a high school. Like for this town, and I see this big high school and I'm like, yeah. But. They've put a lot of money into it recently. My like my cousin just graduated from Dublin High School. Mm -hmm. My mom graduated back in the eighties, mm -hmm. um, so she's gonna hate me for saying that. Um, <laughs> so it's changed a lot. They've definitely gotten new like a football field, and they've put a lot of money into their athletics now. Mm -hmm. um, so it's very interesting to see it grow like that. Yeah. But um, it is like a really big high school for the size of that town. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, so you you, per, you essentially grew up in Dublin. Is that fair to say? Even though you were, yeah. Um, what was the, uh, coming up in the music scene, what was the music scene like in Dublin when you were kind of cutting your teeth a little bit? Um. So when I started like playing and gigging, um, that was about a year ago. Okay. Um, so I grew up playing just in church and then like at my parents' house and my grandparents' house, like we'd jam out, have little jam sessions. Um, I wasn't really in the music scene until a year ago and I had my first like real paid gig in mm. Dublin, which is crazy because I live in New Braunfels now. So you yeah. would think like I have all the opportunity here. Um, but I actually like my family uh, my uncle specifically went to this bar called Red Barrel Bar and Grill. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, he knew the owner pretty well. And so he kind of talked to him, like asked him, like, do you do open mics, like stuff like that. And so he came back to me and he was like, you should go to the open mic. And he was like, or better yet, like, why don't you just see if you could like headline a night? Yeah. Like, and I was like, what? Like, that was really foreign to me. Cause I'm like, why would someone why would anyone come watch me? I guess because I was nobody, mm -hmm. and um, so I didn't understand like how that worked like at all. And so I was like, "Nah, okay." So I have music out, like I had singles out. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, "Okay." So I typed up an email. I'm like, "I'm Shelby. <laughs> like, um, this is my music. I made myself a website and everything, so I looked legit." Like, yeah. and. Uh, sent that and then they responded they were like oh my gosh yeah like we'll listen to your music and then they were like you know let, let's just put you on the books um, and then they actually do Texas Homegrown Radio which is mm. another radio station and so they were like we do this thing come on out and it ended up being like a really cool fantastic night for me I loved it and then that's when I fell in love with it and I was like you know what I need it I want to pursue this like I want to mm. do something with it it gave me a confidence boost yeah for sure. That, so that that's kind of the almost perfect segue into the next song that we're going to play, which was the first single that you released, uh, Forget Them All. Um, yes. And you said you said that or that was your first single that you released 
how or what's kind of the story behind the song before we jump into anything else? Um, so the story behind it, I was 14 when I wrote it. Um, I had been writing for like a long time. I've been trying to like mess around with songwriting. Um, I, I played more piano and guitar at that mm-hmm. time than I do now. I mainly just play guitar. Yeah. Um, but I kind of wrote that halfway on piano and then I started playing it on the guitar. Um, but I was really obsessed with Peter Pan at the time, um, the 2003 live action version. Um, Jeremy Sumter played Peter Pan and he yeah. was definitely my first crush. Um, <laughs> and so the song specifically was about this scene in Peter Pan where Wendy's brothers had already flown out the window. They're going to Neverland, all cute and mm-hmm. everything. And then Wendy's having like second thoughts or like reminiscing on like, should I be here to grow up? Like, I need, I have responsibilities here. Like, I don't know if I can do this. And then Peter Pan's like, you know, forget them, forget them all. Like, come with me. We're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I, for some reason, that scene just touched my little heart. And (laughs) Um, so I wrote the song and then the next year, uh, when I was turning 15, um, my dad was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, well, I want to like try to record a song. Like I had no idea what that entailed. I just Mm -hmm. was like, I want to, I want to record something like Mimi wants to listen to it. My Mimi. And, um, like my mom would listen to it. Like I know some friends that would listen to it. Like and so he was like, okay, like, I don't know how to do that. So I Googled and I'm like recording studios in Fort Worth because he lived in Fort Worth at the time. Mm-hmm. And I found this little studio called uh, Fort Worth Sound and it was Studio B mm-hmm. and Tanner Landry was the producer on that one. Um, and so I go in and little 15 year old me and I'm just like, here's my song. Like, he's like, it's actually pretty good. And he actually was the one that told me about like digital distribution and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it ended up being like a really huge stepping stone in my career for now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we recorded it, got it back and I took it down for a while because I was like, oh, I'm like 15 and it's kind of cringy. But then I'm like, no, that was like a really big, like, part of what made me have the confidence mm-hmm. I have today or like what I know about today. So like, I need to keep that in my life. So yeah, I for sure. <laughs> yeah. I hundred percent agree. Like it, it's one of those conversations I have with a lot more musicians that I, than I thought I'd ever have about like earlier music. Uh, a lot of musicians tend to take their earlier stuff down and it's like, but it's part of your lineage. Do you think like, yeah. Taylor Swift or whatever is going to take down the very first album she ever released because she's a multi-gazillionaire right now. No, it's it's part of her lineage. And it's one of those things. It's like the only counter argument I've ever had is, well, I'm not a country artist anymore. And it's like, okay. Okay, Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I know my writing style has changed a lot too now, like even from the music, like I want to put out. And so it's like, but it's also really cool to like compare that to this and like, this is me evolving, but this is still what like I started with. And like, Mm -hmm. that still means something too. So you were 15 when you released the song and you were talking about how your writing style has kind of changed. Do you think, 
it's changed just because of maturity or you've learned more? How do how would you classify that your writing style has changed? I feel like it's changed where I've kind of learned from like other songwriters, especially <laughs> recently, like how to structure a song. Like when I wrote that, like it was mainly just me writing it like on a piece of paper in my living room. I was like looking up like how to write a song or Mm. like, you know, this is where the verse, chorus, verse, bridge, whatever goes. Like I was just like, man, this sounds kind of (laughs) okay. But like after being able to meet like actual professional musicians, like songwriters, like getting advice, you know, like, what flows better what doesn't um like where i should be changing like Mm -hmm. chords like tempos or whatever it might be um i feel like it's just been more of a learning experience but also maturity too because i mean i was 14 when i wrote it so like Mm -hmm. my life experience at that point was not i mean i was 14 like the worst thing that happened was like i had maybe a pimple or like (laughs) um but or like, I mean, I was having a lot of surgeries at the time because I was born with a cleft. Um, mm. So like I did have that going on, but like it wasn't my life experience that I have now has been a lot more. Mm. And so I have a, a broader perception and also a bigger vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, I think that's really cool that, you know, you just kind of are aware that your music has changed and your like the maturity level has changed and your experience have changed, but you still want to keep that song out there. Cause you'd mentioned that uh, you had taken it down for a little bit. Um, so for uh, forget them all, you know, it, it's a really enjoy. I just want to say it's a really enjoyable song. And the fact that it was like your first swing at recording music really well, well done well thank you i i feel pretty confident in it now especially like since i've gotten people they're like why did you take it down i'm like you really listened to that like yeah Yeah. so i'm like okay it does mean something like i need to just calm down (laughs) it's one of those things you want to see how many people actually listen to a song you take the song down and then exactly (laughs) that was a test (laughs) yeah right right so um so you've got a new EP coming out here soon, and I, I definitely want to talk about that. But uh, so you moved from Dublin to New Braunfels. How's uh, New Braunfels treating you? I I really like New Braunfels. At first, it's just it's a really different environment from Dublin. Yeah. Um, lot bigger, first yeah. of all, a lot more people, a lot more traffic, and it's also like what the third fastest growing city in Texas or something like. Mm. So it's just constantly changing and evolving and like getting bigger, um, which is also really good for the music industry because there are a lot of new opportunities that pop up. Mm-hmm. So it's been really great. It's just been an adjustment to someone who's like grown up in like the middle of nowhere and like, yeah. um, you know, had a, basically a little white girl playing her banjo. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's one of those things where growing up in a city like Dublin, where it takes you an hour and a half to get anywhere to going down to New Braunfels and New Braunfels has got its own support structure. But if you really need to 
go to like a specialist or something, you're right in the middle between San Antonio and Austin. And it's like, what is it? A 30 minute drive either direction? Pretty much. Yeah. So, Which so. is funny. Cause like when we did live in Dublin, like we'd have to schedule like our trips to Walmart, like, because yep. it like 30 minutes, we live 30 minutes outside of town or like yeah. any, so like we'd be like, okay, we got to go to Walmart this time. We're going to get all the groceries today. Yeah. Basically it was like Costco, but Walmart. Yeah. And then we're going to get gas yeah. <laughs> to last us through the week. Yeah. And so we have to come into town, but it's a whole 30 minute trek. So. <laughs> yep. When I lived out in uh, Roswell, New Mexico, it was very similar. Like it wasn't like that for me, but anytime, the only time I didn't go to Walmart was Saturday or Sunday. Oh yeah. The- no. <laughs> Cause it was like, it, it was the only uh, Walmart for an hour and a half. Like, and even if you had to go to like the doctor, if you had to go to like to a specialist, you're going up to Albuquerque, which is three hours, or you're going down to like El Paso, which is another three hours. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I know that feeling all too well. Um, <laughs> so l- let's talk about the uh, new EP that you got coming up here soon. Uh, it, do you have a release date on it yet? Or like, where are you kind of at on that project? Right now, it's going through the mixing and mastering, uh, so the final stages of the studio time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to get at least a single from the EP released by like mid-July, mm-hmm. um, and then hopefully the full release. I'm shooting for September. Okay. Um, I think that's a good date. I my birthday's in September, yeah. so maybe like a whole birthday release party kind of thing nice. i think that would be fun um but i have like corby Shaw and pat Minsky working with me on it so that's been really cool uh to have them yeah gotcha awesome oh um, and so uh with that obviously you've got a whole bunch of shows i was looking at your calendar and whatnot you got all kinds of fun shows you've got a uh, uh we we're talking off air about the uh, music festival in what is it October? I believe this year down yes. in uh, New Braunfels, uh, jam- or in a jam down by the river, uh, which I did some media for them last year, and I'll be back again this year. So really which excited! Is crazy. I'm like, yeah. that's such a small world because yeah. I'm super excited to play for it this year. So yeah, I'll get to actually like meet you in person. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, last year, so I was invited to come in 2021. But my mom had just passed away and I was just like, eh, I'm not really like in the right space to be yeah. doing all this right now. Um, and so then they invited me last year and I was like, OK, great. And I stayed for I was there Friday and I was there for two of the two of the days. And then my dad calls me on Friday. He's like, hey, I'm flying into Austin. You want to come pick me up Saturday afternoon? And I'm like, I guess at so then yeah but if i must <laughs> yeah and it's one of those things where it was like all right because my dad lives in florida so it's like all right i'll come pick you up we'll hang out because his uh his girlfriend at the time was uh uh in town and so he went with her so he could hang out with me but he didn't know i was down in new Braunfels doing the music festival and i was like okay well i'll come pick you up after everything's done and then we'll just go back up to waco so I mean that worked out really well. <laughs> yeah. It it was a it was a trek. So 
because I think it was also uh, what was it, Austin City Limits that weekend as well, or oh my gosh, it was so, something to that. It was one of the big Austin festivals, and I was yeah. like, I'm like, I'm not going to get to this airport in time. I'm going to just deal with it. So, but nope. yeah, but yeah. Uh, so for anybody that wants to check out uh, any of your music that you currently have out, any of your shows, interact with you on social, any of that fun stuff, where's the best place to find you? Um, my website, shelbyraymarshall.com. Um, I also have quite a bit of stuff I'll post on my Instagram pretty regu- regularly. Mm-hmm. I can't talk. Um, <laughs> but definitely my website would be like the central place. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And just to kind of wrap it up all into a nice little bow for the young musicians out there that may be listening to this, what's a piece of advice you have for them? Um, the best advice that I could give is not be afraid to like put yourself out there. And like, if you see an opportunity, go for it. Like what's the worst that could happen? Like really, if, mm-hmm. if you don't already have it, then you're not going to lose it. And I mean, if you don't take a shot then you don't know if you're going to have it or not. So definitely don't be afraid to put yourself out there and don't let insecurity like get in your way of being who you're supposed to be or mm-hmm. like who you can't be. Yep. A hundred percent agreed. A hundred percent agreed. Well, Shelby, it's been an absolute blast chatting with you. I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me. 